the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1380, The Answer, presenting the show that gives you the power of knowledge. It's Real Life Lending with Eric Ilofsky. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. You know, we've been on the air here in the Sacramento area for about 11 years on one of our sister stations, and we've transferred over here as of this month. We are so happy to be here at KTKZ and uh, continuing our reach to the consumer, which is yourself. I started uh, the show 11 years ago because of my frustration about the last economic change and events that we had going on, and I wanted to provide a place for you, the consumer, to come call, ask questions about what you can do and what you can't do in a real estate transaction. Uh, A little bit about myself. Uh, This is my 30-plus-odd year in this crazy business we call Northern California Real Estate. I am the vice president of Essex Mortgage, and I run the beautiful loan center here in Northern California as well as hire and train most managers and loan officers. But the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table or maybe on a Zoom call with you folks these days, helping you buy that first home, maybe that first investment property, maybe help you move out of state. And we actually have a listener this week uh, looking at some commercial property as well. So this is your one-stop shop for just about everything real estate. A little bit about Essex Mortgage. Uh, We've been in business about 37 years. Uh, We funded about $4 billion a year in residential real estate last year doesn't make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. What it does allow us to do is maybe talk about some programs and some loan strategies and real estate strategies that you wouldn't hear anywhere else. We are a direct lender. We make all lending decisions in-house. So this is all about you. Uh, A lot of ways to get a hold of us. We have our text line, 916-806-0606. That's 916-806-0606. We also have our website, reallifelending.com. Before we get into this week's news uh, about the local real estate market, we have a longtime guest here in the studio today, Miss Carmen. Hi, Carmen. Hi, Eric. I am so grateful and honored to be here, as always. And um, this is Carmen Miksha, broker CEO with Dynamic Real Estate. Um, you can uh, reach me on the website, dynamicsacramentohomes.com, and my cell phone and text, 916-342-2446. Well, that's great, and it's glad to have you here. A new forum, new station, a whole new group of listeners, so we can kind of, you know, get by and touch on some of the things we've talked about over the years, and and we're happy to have you here as well. So this is your one-stop shop. You got a lot of experience here in the studio. Again, our text line nine one six eight zero six zero six zero six. Everybody wants to know about interest rates, guys. I'm tired of talking about interest rates, but it honestly has not been a very good week. We are uh, inching higher from multi-decade highs, and it is. And this was printed yesterday, and it actually is a little worse today. And but you know, and actually, where does that mean, Eric? Right now, we're probably a little over seven and a quarter percent on a thirty-year fixed rate. It could be higher uh, by the end of the week. But one of the things I think that's really important as uh, real estate professionals, Carmen, is if we still promote and we take these last eight years out of the real estate history uh, and and take it off the stone tablets that is written in, the average interest rate is still between seven and eight percent. So we had an anomaly with those 2 and 3% interest rates. And you hear some of the financial gurus on the radio these days still telling you that it's still a great time to buy real estate and interest rates historically at an all-time low. Absolutely, Eric. I can't agree with you more. Um, as a matter of fact, I've been quite busy with both sellers and buyers. And I've been um, really surprised to see that buyers understand it's, it's your favorite saying that they're just going to marry the house and date the rate. They're really understanding that, I should Eric. have copyrighted that because yes. everybody's been using it for the last yes, years. Yes, you should. But like, um, they're like, um, especially my buyers lately, they're like, we need to get into a home. And they don't even mention the interest rates. Their urgency is, 
you know, they're motivated to get into a house. They're tired of getting their rents raised or even kicked out of their homes because the, the owners are selling, you know. Right. Here's another tired phrase. Rent is 100% interest, right? <laughs> and I think that's re- the really key point about what we do here on the show. You know, our motto for the last 11 years has been stop paying your landlord's mortgage. Because believe it or not, even if you're paying rent, you're paying a mortgage. It's just not your own. And, you know, there's so many things that come with home ownership. And, you know, everybody thinks about, oh, it's a great way to build wealth and, and create income and all those great things. But the number one thing, and in my opinion, is the best thing about owning real estate, it fixes the cost of your housing payment each for the next 30 years. So, and as you know, we live in Northern California, which is always in the top five of single-family home rent increases. All of you listening out there, I want you to raise your hand, uh, but don't take your hand off the wheel if you're driving. How many of you have, uh, have had your rents raised in the last 24 months? Uh, we get calls all the time uh, that... And in most cases, you know, especially with some of the cool new programs and down payment assistance programs out there, you can get into a home, sometimes less than you would for a rental with first month's last deposit and a pet, any pet fees or anything like that. So the best thing you could do is pick up the phone and start the process at 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, we talk about how rates are still historically low. You know, you look in the 1980, 13.74% was the average 30-year rate. You jump up to 1990, 10.13 was the average uh, 30-year rate. 1995, 7.93. Um, and uh, 2,000%, a little over 8%. We didn't get down until the threes until 2019. So that's a really relatively new uh, piece of the puzzle, right? And, and why was that, Uncle Eric? Well, if you guys remember... Uh, the Fed was buying all the mortgage-backed securities after the downturn, and we had bank failures and everything else. When banks went out of business, they were guaranteeing all these mortgages. Well, in order to stimulate growth, they kept them artificially low. People always ask me, and I know you hear it all the time, Carmen, is that oh, we're just going to wait till rates come back down. You know, I, I just don't see it in our current economy. How about you? Yes, um, I get that all the time, Eric, but what I actually get the most we're going to wait. We heard the market is going down. Right. And I'm like, yes, good luck with that. Well, that's kind of funny because our favorite uh, local appraiser, uh, Ryan Lundquist, you know, he's, he put out something yesterday, weird housing market, high prices, and depressed volume. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's hard to predict rates. I, I remember at the end of last year you were saying, well, the Fed expects rates to be down in the fives. You remember hearing that? Right. And here we are over seven. So uh, anybody that has, says they have a crystal ball and can predict where rates are going is not being truthful. And prices really aren't down that much no, over ab- last year. Absolutely not. And, and he, he says in his article, prices are sort of glowing, but volume is depressed. What, what he means is that sales volume has not been normal lately in Sacramento. And, um, and he likes to compare things to the pre-pandemic, to before 2020, you know. But basically, with our prices, we know they have gone up between 8 to 10% this year. Right. And if we just look like he analyzes the uh, peak median price of six twenty five, six hundred and twenty five thousand this month versus five hundred and ninety one thousand last month, you know, um, and so prices have gone up this year. So my buyers who last year told me we're going to wait because the prices are coming down. Guess what? They're back in the market. They're looking at homes and that's they're the ready pro- to buy. Yeah, that's the cost of waiting. You yes, know, we. I know you and I have clients that you know, thought everything was inflated two years ago and thought that they were going to wait till the income of the, the, um, the doomed housing crisis again and, and some correction, and it just didn't happen. And I think, you know, those of you that are waiting on the sidelines, I think that inventory is super low. It's really competitive. We didn't think this was going to happen this year. But, you know, you, we have a personal experience that, you know, typically anything under $500,000, average time on market's nine days, but we, we're looking at some luxury homes. And you, how many offers did we have on for one of our clients? Yes, we had eight offers. And the property was basically listed at 875000 We came up 25000 above asking price. We got overbid by a lot. The agent was kind enough to just say, you got overbid by a lot and a cash buyer. Right. You know, And we waived our appraisal because I said, we want to be competitive. We want to be like a cash buyer. But it still didn't help us. And uh, we can get into it, like the differences of what architecture can do for someone. Because this is a mid-century modern home. And which is in high demand. High demand. High demand. And I was, it's funny because I, 
I, I wanted to read more about it, and I found a great blog, and they were saying that uh, it's an emphasis of form and function with these homes, but there is a lot of nostalgia why buyers are going back to these homes that were so popular between 1940s and 60s, you know, mm-hmm. and they want those clean lines. They they want those that um, um, architecture that's more unique, and then that drives the price way up than your regular subdivision track home. Right. You know, I think I talked last week about new home construction was the shining star, yes. right? Because there's our new inventory. They're creating the inventory uh, where on the, uh, normally and in a normal market, you know, the resale homes are much more volume oriented and, and, and selling faster. And it's kind of unique when you have such a unique property and architecture, I guess, does play a, a part in it. You know, all of us homeowners think we have the nicest house and our house is worth more than everybody else's. But when you get a specific house like that, the demand even gets that much greater. Yes, absolutely. And... Um You know, it's just the architecture is unique, and there are not many homes like that on the market. And it was also a a very unique location, you know, by the bike trail, by the park. So excellent location combined with uh, a unique architecture Mm -hmm. really drove the price up in the luxury market. Right, and that's why it's really so important to to work with an agent that understands the area and what's coming up and what's been on the market and how unique a property like that is. You know, last week we went through, you know, Mortgage 101, and I think with Carmen here, we're going to kind of go through the steps after you already apply for your mortgage and you're ready to go and you're ready to start going out shopping. Uh, But before the break here, I just wanted to remind everybody, I know that uh, we're new on this station. If you want to be part of the show and you want to be part of our team, give me a call at 916-806-0606. That's 916-806-0606. Again, we are so happy to be here on KTKZ. Uh, After 11 years, it's great to have a new home. We'll be right back after this. Hi, everyone. My name is Carmen Miksha, broker CEO with Dynamic Real Estate. I have been in the business for 23 years, and I am here to help you buy and sell a home in the Sacramento area, Placer County, El Dorado, and even in the Bay Area. Because when you work with the best, you get the best. And please ask me for my special incentives for buyers and sellers. My license number is 0127-5954. And remember, when you work with the best, you get the best. I am here to put your interests first. And please give me a call today at 916-342-2446. And my website is dynamicsacramentohomes.com. And you can also find me on my podcast, Seeds of Sunshine. Thank you so much. I wish you a great day. Hey, everybody, this is Eric Olofsky, host of Real Life Lending. Home values are rising, and homeowners have more equity than ever before. While that's great news, the cost of living and items we use every day are getting more expensive as inflation sets in. Most of us have worked years to pay the mortgage on our home. Maybe it's time for your home to pay you. If you're 62 or older, a reverse mortgage may help eliminate your monthly mortgage payment and provide a line of credit to be used for emergencies or maybe just to improve the quality of life. With a reverse mortgage, you retain title to your home. You can pay it off anytime like a traditional mortgage, and your heirs have the ability to pay off the loan below market value even if your loan balance exceeds the value of your home. Call me today to learn if a reverse mortgage is right for you. 916-806-0606. That's Eric Olofsky with Essex Mortgage at 916-806-0606. Or you can find me online at reallifelending.com. Essex Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS 70377. DRE 936013. Eric Olofsky, NMLS 288343. Loans made or arranged pursuant to California Financing Law License 603G833. Now back to Real Life Lending with Eric Olofsky. On AM 1380, The Answer. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage real estate. And again, happy to be here on 1380 KTKZ. Um, You know, before the break, we were kind of going over some what the market's at, going over some our our constraints with uh, inventory and some uniqueness of properties and why they're much more in high demand. And those of you that might remember, we kind of went through Mortgage 101 last week and how to prepare to, you know, get qualified for a mortgage and the process and all that good stuff. And I thought this week with Carmen here in the studio, it would be a great idea to kind of go through what happens. All right, I got that pre-approval paper in in my hand, and we're handing it off to an experienced agent like Carmen. And I think the best thing, you know, to do is maybe create a wish list. 
right these days. And even with inventory, it doesn't mean you're not going to get everything, but I think it's you as a real estate agent, you want to know what exactly they're looking for. Yes, I absolutely love this uh, process. After you hand them off uh, to me, Eric, you are just so amazing at getting the ball rolling so quickly, you know, and I get that email from you. They're ready to go, Carmen. And that's when my favorite part begins because I create that wish list, like you said. I usually create that even before I send them to you. But Mm -hmm. after they're pre-approved, we refine our list because it's so important to have the right expectations. You know, and so after we refine our list to neighborhoods, to uh, bedrooms, bath, two-car garage versus three-car garage, small or big backyard, pool, no pool. Detached or, or Detached, yeah. exactly. There's so many details. Single-story versus uh, right. two-story, you know, which is huge because I also work with many clients who, you know, they uh, downsize. Right. Um, after that, my second step is to, to really go out as quickly as possible to select, you know, after we selected the homes, we go out and we look at the homes because after the first going out, uh, after shopping around, so to speak, we refine the list even more. Okay. Yeah. And, and I always like to tell my buyers. reality sets in when they see what's out there. Right? <laughs> yes. Sometimes, you know, yes. wants and needs don't equal purchase price or ability. Right, right, right. And and also, you know, with uh, with the family, the husband might want something, the wife might want something else. So we're trying to hit the middle ground. But what's interesting to me is I always love to tell my buyers after I go out with you once, you don't even need to come to showings anymore. I know what you are looking for. I know what house you're you want. And if you're busy, I can go by myself and look at the house and tell you, Yay or nay, you know? Right. And my buyers love that about me because I immediately understand their, their needs. And we just closed a really wonderful transaction with a young couple. And what was interesting about them, um, I helped them buy a house for 750000 in Roseville. The wife kept saying in every single house we would walk in, oh, the ceilings are not tall enough for my Christmas tree. <laughs> hey, that's a priority. So that happened for every single house, and the house they ended buying had the tallest ceilings. <laughs> well, that's you know that's the Magnum PI approach we used to call it. know your know your buyer right know, know your buyer for. and and it was a beautiful house. It it really met uh, you know like ninety percent. I tell buyers even if you have a million dollar to spend, the house still won't be a hundred percent perfect. Yeah, that's right, and I think that's a key point because one of the things I try to do to prepare potential buyers is is you know number one. You know, let you find out what they're looking for and, and, and try to place that, at least in my experience, nothing's going to be perfect, right? Nothing's going to check every single box, but, you know, it all gets back to moving ready or fixer-upper, right? Because maybe you can make it to your final wants and needs, right? And I think that there's so many different loan programs out there. There's rehabilitation loans, and there's so many different ways to look at a house. You know, there's even like an FHA 203K where we can add square footage or some of the home style programs by Fannie Mae where we can add some luxury items. So, you know, we recently had somebody actually purchase a house, which was it was in a blight. It was blight. You know, it was, it was a neighborhood blight house, and, and they, we wanted to rehab it. And the end product was a great benefit to them because they were able to come in and purchase the product with this program, use the funds, actually borrow the funds in one loan, one-time close for the rehabilitation. And by the time... Um, it actually closed and all rehabilitation work was done. Uh, you have six months to do it. I think they were up about $120,000 in equity. So some of those homes that you just throw your hands up and say, I'll never live here, you know, I need, sometimes you need to see that ability of what that, prop, that property can be rather than what it currently is. Yes, yes. And, and in this case, with, with our buyers, Eric, we looked at eight properties, and in 24 hours we were in escrow. Right. Because um, what works for buyers, to me, that's super important. It's narrow down your neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You know? And for them, it was really easy because uh, she's a nurse uh, working for, in Roseville, um, and so they knew that they only wanted Roseville and Rocklin. So that makes our job of finding those homes easier because we're more focused we narrow our search and um and then like i said after looking at eight homes one really stood out we submitted a strong offer full price and i asked for a very short uh uh, time to respond 24 hours which i always do for my clients because we didn't want to wait for a bidding war Mm -hmm. 
And we also gave the seller what they wanted. We gave them some extra time to move out of the house since they were also purchasing another house. So I was able to communicate with the other agent and to submit an offer that would get accepted right away. And I, I think one of those things is, is in, in my experience, I always tell people to visit the neighborhood 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Yes. Because I think it's really important. Sometimes they can change. And, uh, you know, that's what, again, I can't tell you, folks, who you work with is such a, an important piece of the puzzle. We all know buying a home is, is, an, is an amazingly stressful transaction. It's an emotional transaction. And we go through it with you, and, and the real estate agent does, and we've got all these balls in the air that we want to talk about in a little bit. You know, we've got appraisers, inspectors, uh, real estate agents, listing agents, buyer's agents, um, and lenders and appraisers and all those things trying to come to the table at the end and make it successful. And sometimes it, uh, it can be a little stressful. But this is why we do everything up front, right? Yes, yes. And that's why this buyer said, wow, Carmen, we didn't have to do anything. You did it all for us. It was so smooth, you know. And then they said about you and Eric made it so simple. And we closed on time, no problem. We didn't have any um, hiccups, um, you know, any obstacles. Sure. Uh, and if, if those arise, they come on the front end, right? Of so course. we take care of them. So there's no nothing in transaction uh, that actually can affect anything. So, Carmen, we've got... We've got them all. You, you know what they are want. They're, they're actually ready to go shopping. And a lot of people shop online, right? Yes. The pictures are the first impression that folks have. You know, what, what's your normal process? Do you send them listings or do they, do they contact you with what they're seeing online? What's the process? Uh, the process is I send them listings and I save their search. So they will get uh, automated listings and I also get them. And I see the properties that they mark down. They save them in their client portal. Mm-hmm. I use that client portal on the MLS and then I see their interest and then th- – Clients like to, I say, send me the MLS numbers of the homes that stood out for you, and I'll arrange all the showings, mm-hmm. and we go check them out. And so I, I set everything up, you know, the appointments. But basically, I love to set up the search because I think that's what hardworking agents should do for their clients. Right. We should set up the search, um, and then if they want to look around, of course, they would look on Zillow or wherever they want to look. But because we talked about the criteria, it's easier for me to go into the MLS and say, uh, no pool or no two-story home, you know, right. uh, to basically refine their search. And that way they don't have to waste time. They get an email from me saying newly matched listings. They click on it and they're like, wow, this house looks great. Let me text Carmen the listing number. We want to see this house. Wow. And again, I think it's just so important uh, to do your homework and to know what you want and to have some flexibility. You know, because yes. husband and wife rarely agree on just about everything, but they, we always seem to come to some type of agreement at close. Um, so they found the house. They, you've, you've done your homework. They've, they've done their research. We've got them pre-approved. They've cho- chosen their loan product. You know, it's time to make an offer. Yes. So that, you know, everybody thinks they just write a piece of paper and send it in. But there's a lot of thought, negotiation, and strategy, uh, strategy that goes into that, right? Absolutely. And I discuss this with my buyers. Uh, so number one thing is... How popular is the property? This one had just hit the market, was one day on the market. So we knew we don't have wiggle room. So I discussed with him, based on comps in the neighborhood, I suggest we make a full price offer. And they said, we agree. And then we we set up the terms. I said, they need to rent back after we close. Um, you know, we set up the terms. Uh, we discussed about whether they want home warranty or no home warranty. Um, and closing costs, which you discuss with them and I discuss with them. And and so that's the process of putting the offer together. Yeah, because I think sometimes everybody's always, I'm going to offer, you know, the highest price. And that's not really the determining factor for some sellers. No. You know, it's flexibility and ability to close. And, and uh, sometimes, you know, the highest priced offer is not the offers that's accepted. It's, it's understanding your seller and finding out what their needs and wants are and uh, writing, uh, writing accordingly. And negotiation, and I've said it all the time, we've got a whole generation of real estate agents that, that have never made an offer, or written an offer under ask. Uh, and, and granted, we're still in a unique situation, but I think the art of negotiation is something that's really kind of been lost the last 10 years in the California real estate market, and I think it's really important, and Carmen is the best at that. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending here on KTKZ. We'll be right back after this.
Hello, everybody. It's Eric Olofsky, host of Real Life Lending. Let's make this year the year you stop paying your landlord's mortgage and start making the investment in yourself. Everyone's talking about rates increasing, but rates are still historically low. So why don't you lock in your rate today and fix your cost of housing for the next 30 years? Get pre-approved today by calling me at 916-806-0606. And even if you've been turned down by another lender, bear in mind that Essex Mortgage is the bank and all lending decisions are made in-house. Essex Mortgage has several down payment assistance programs that will allow 100% financing for your new home purchase. We have programs for self-employed borrowers, Jumbo, VA, FHA, and reverse mortgages for those over the age of 62. Call me today at 916-806-0606. That's 916-806-0606. Or find me online at reallifelending.com. Essex Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS 70377. DRE 936013. Eric Olofsky, NMLS 288343. Loans made or arranged pursuant to California Financing Law License 603G833. Hi everyone, my name is Carmen Miksha, Broker CEO with Dynamic Real Estate. I have been in the business for 23 years and I am here to help you buy and sell a home in the Sacramento area, Placer County, El Dorado, and even in the Bay Area. Because when you work with the best, you get the best. And please ask me for my special incentives for buyers and sellers. My license number is 01275954. And remember, when you work with the best, you get the best. I am here to put your interests first. And please give me a call today at 916-342-2446. And my website is dynamicsacramentohomes.com. And you can also find me on my podcast, Seeds of Sunshine. Thank you so much. I wish you a great day. Now back to Real Life Lending with Eric Ilofsky on AM 1380, The Answer. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are the original Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Uh, my name is Eric Ilofsky. I'm here with Carmen Miska from Dynamic Real Estate. And before the break, you know, today we're going over some of the uh, – last week we went over Mortgage 101. Today we're getting Real Estate 101 in the process of actually buying a home from this perspective – and uh, before the break, we were talking about negotiation, and I think you know we kind of cut off, and uh, there is definitely an art to negotiation, right? Absolutely, Eric, and I love the art of negotiations, uh, maybe because I grew up in Romania, you know, and we used to negotiate for everything. But basically, I always like to analyze, has this home been sitting on the market for a while? Does it need work? Then we're not going to come at full price. I'm going to negotiate the best price for my buyers. Um, and then also... You know, negotiation means not just the price. It means, you know, um, like we talked about, whether it's dependent on appraisal, uh, how uh, fast can we close? Are we asking for any closing costs? You know, um, it's so complex and we have to go um, house by house, literally. Right. And, um, and um, also... Sometimes I end up thinking, oh, let's just offer a little less for this home. And then I talk to the agent and she's like, well, I'm getting four other offers. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to change our offer. (laughs) And then we submit a new offer because the buyers agree, you know. But uh, you always have to be in constant communication with the other agent. I get along very well with everyone in Sacramento. I have a great reputation. And then I'm able to get more information from my buyers so that we don't miss a good home because, you know, you didn't expect to get eight offers. Right. And, and I think that's great. And, and so, again, um, you know, negotiating a solid deal. All right. So now we're in contract, Carmen. Yes. Okay. They found their dream home. They're in contract. They've got pre-approved. They know their mortgage program they're going to be using. Um, you know, this one, this next uh, step, I was kind of debating whether to put it a little head, especially here in Northern California, is get a homeowner's insurance quote. Right. Yes. Because that's going to be definitely affect, number one, your monthly housing obligation. And here in Northern California, it can range drastically depending on high fire uh, uh, location or not. And, and nobody knows this. If you listen to the show for the over the years, you know that, you know, it, nobody knows the home insurance uh, um, uh, market here in Northern California more than I do. Uh, I live up on acreage and I've got uh, some trees and I went from, you know, a relatively small premium to more than I pay in property tax. And, and you might want to know as a buyer, and I'm sure agent would actually, and, and uh, Carmen would do, especially before we even make that offer on a, on a property that might be in a high fire zone is find out what that's going to cost you and find out if it's going to qualify for traditional mortgage or maybe the California fair plan. 
absolutely. You you bring up a very important plan um, point. I like to give my buyers what I call the action plan, mm-hmm. where I underline and outline everything that will happen in the escrow. And at the top of the action plan is the home insurance shopping around. And I say, get at least two, three quotes and get this upfront because you need to know that information. Like I can give you an approximate idea of the property taxes, but you need to know that important factor. And especially if I'm going to help my buyers buy in Eldorado Hills or up in Auburn, you know, it depends on the area. It's super important to get that out of the way and talk to your insurance agent. Yeah, because that $100 a month um, monthly insurance payment could easily become four or $500 a month and could drastically change your loan approval, your debt-to-income ratio, and what you're qualified for, and your payment comfort. And because I know all the neighborhoods, I also take into account, are you in a flood area, in a potentially uh, area that can flood? Do you need extra flood insurance? Because I like to disclose that up front to my buyers. Absolutely, Uh, which is a good point here in Sacramento, especially with all the levy and the changes that we've had. So, um, all right, we've got our home insurance quote. We're ready to go. And now, uh, Carmen, you're going to schedule a home inspection. Yes. And uh, everybody thinks that's different than an appraisal. An appraisal is something the bank orders, and a home inspection is something the buyer orders. Absolutely. And I always, you know, we as agents, we need to give options to our clients. And I always like to ask, do you have a favorite uh, home inspector that you would like to use, or do you want me to use um, one of my uh, inspection companies, and they say, oh, you just schedule it. So I schedule the home inspection and pest inspection. I like to um, do them both at the same time, if possible, because that way we get both reports and we have a full picture on the house, you know. Um, and after that, after we do the inspections, I always love to go over in detail, because most buyers, they don't have a construction background. My husband and I, we built two homes, you know, from ground up. So I point out things to them, and they're very grateful because I say, look, these are things that are safety, and I want the seller to either fix them for you or give you a credit. I typically go for credit because that way the buyers can do it the way they want it and the quality that needs to be done. And it can be applied towards their closing costs, which is why you probably have never seen a contract for me that doesn't have an addendum saying seller to credit buyers, 4000 5000 towards their closing costs. Right. It's always negotiable. Yes. And uh, like I said, that gets back to sometimes the price point is not the most important thing. Right. Um, so home inspection, they're looking, uh, they're not contractors, but they're looking for visual deficiencies, foundation work. They're making sure the house has no self health and safety issues no leaks. They're going to identify both pest and home inspection. Pest is going to look for infiltration, dry rot, things like that. And that report is not something usually the lender is going to see. Um, And and it's not something most of the time a lender wants to see. But uh, the... uh, the, it's for the buyers to make sure that they are getting a value for their house and, and anything needs to be negotiated on down the line. Uh, but I will tell you this, from the lending point of view, there's only one loan program where actually a copy of a pest report would be required, and that is a VA loan. Yes. Uh, VA loans require a clear pest for Section 1 and 2 in most cases uh, uh, prior to close of escrow. Uh, there have been some changes uh, in the past. The buyers had to pay for that now, or the sellers had to pay for it. Now the buyers can pay for it. Agents can pay for it. We can provide lender credit. So there's a lot of ways around that. But traditionally, a lender does not want to see a copy of a home inspection unless when the appraisal comes in and there's a picture of the property and it shows a big wet spot on the ceiling or mold or something around the uh, bathtub, then the underwriter has discretion to actually go ahead and take a look and actually request a copy of the pest report. Yes. Also, uh, if it's made prior to 1978, and it could be a lead, uh, lead paint uh, issue, a uh, paint addendum mm-hmm. in the contract, um, wh- which is our next step is have the home appraised. Uh, the previous inspection is for the buyer's benefit to make sure the house is sound. The home appraisal is for the bank's uh, security, because let's remember the security instrument of their lending hundreds of thousands of dollars is that home. So they want to make sure that that home is worth what you're paying and at least worth what they're, lo- they're loaning on the property. Um, let's remember this, folks, though. The house uh, appraised value is not always equal to the purchase price, right? Uh, we lend, all banks lend, and all lending programs, they lend off appraised value, not necessarily on purchase price. So if an appraisal comes in low, 
really hasn't happened lately. In fact, we actually got an appraisal waiver last week where we didn't even have to do an appraisal, even in this market, this weird, crazy market. Um, so let's say the appraisal comes in $50,000 less or, and you're putting 20% down. We're going to loan 80% on whatever that appraised value is. And then Carmen goes back and negotiates a new sale price or, or finds additional comps for the, com- the lender to use to come back to normal price. Absolutely. And, you know, um, a lot of times there is a caveat, you know, you have multiple offers and you're waiving the appraisal. When you do that, um, it's hard to renegotiate. You still can do that. You still can ask. But that's the reason they accepted your offer, because the appraisal was waived. And when I do that, I've done that for my clients. I make sure that I pull the comps and that I'm confident that the house will will appraise based on the comps. Um, But it happened once or twice that the buyers actually had to come out of pocket because the seller said, you waived your appraisal, we're not renegotiating, and we have backup offers. Right. And so let's talk about that. There are a couple choices if an appraisal does come in low. Uh, Carmen can negotiate a lower sale price Mm -hmm. with the seller. Uh, Two, the buyer can bring in the difference um, uh, for the, uh, between the appraised value and the purchase price. And, you know, especially in this hyper-competitive market, an appraisal waiver is is pretty common these days in an offer, correct? Yes, it is. Um, Which kind of gets to our next one is is negotiate repairs or credits, which you kind of touch base on. And and if there's something that needs to happen or something minor and the seller doesn't have time to repair, we can always use it as a credit for recurring and non-recurring closing costs, correct? Yes, it's it's easier for both sides, actually, because... Like I said, certain items, like I include sometimes a professional house cleaning or um, steam cleaning of the carpet, it's easier for the buyers to hire who they want and use that credit towards their closing costs, and that way they have extra money to take care of whatever repairs they want to do on the house. Yeah, and one of the things that's really neat is that people, especially in our, our, our interest rate market that we're in right now, is we have, we've used seller credits to buy down your interest rate. Yes. And that's a great negotiating tool. So. Yeah, especially with interest rates going and getting higher and higher and higher. You know, there's a lot of different loan programs out there. They can buy it down two points for the first year, one point for the second year, or just buy it down for the whole remaining 30 years of the loan. So those seller credits are a great negotiating tool. Are you still seeing them these days with this market? Yes, not as much. Uh, it just depends on on the situation and, and how hot the property was, honestly, you know. And because and nowadays some sellers have backup buyers, so they're not going to be willing to renegotiate. But we do see those. And one thing unique that I do for my buyers, being the broker or CEO of my company, I like to give them a credit towards their closing costs. Right. I know you do that. Yes. And they appreciate that very much. That's my gift to them, you know, closing cost gift. And they appreciate it is between a thousand to two thousand dollars, and I tell them up front, and it helps because sometimes you're able to use that to buy down their interest rate. And Carmen, if somebody wants to take advantage of that credit from you, how do they get a hold of you? Yes, they would call me at nine one six three four two two four four six. All right, we've got everything done. We're getting ready to close on your new process on your new home, and we're going to touch base on that right back after this. Hey, everybody, this is Eric Olofsky, host of Real Life Lending. Home values are rising, and homeowners have more equity than ever before. While that's great news, the cost of living and items we use every day are getting more expensive as inflation sets in. Most of us have worked years to pay the mortgage on our home. Maybe it's time for your home to pay you. If you're 62 or older, a reverse mortgage may help eliminate your monthly mortgage payment and provide a line of credit to be used for emergencies or maybe just to improve the quality of life. With a reverse mortgage, you retain title to your home. You can pay it off anytime like a traditional mortgage, and your heirs have the ability to pay off the loan below market value even if your loan balance exceeds the value of your home. Call me today to learn if a reverse mortgage is right for you. 916-806-0606. That's Eric Olofsky with Essex Mortgage at 916-806-0606. Or you can find me online at reallifelending.com. Essex Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS 70377. DRE 936013. Eric Olofsky, NMLS 288343. Loans made or arranged pursuant to California Financing Law License 603G833. Hi, everyone. My name is Carmen Mikshaf, Broker CEO with Dynamic Real Estate. I have been in the business for 23 years, and I am here to help you buy and sell a home in the Sacramento area, Placer County, El Dorado, and even in the Bay Area. 
because when you work with the best, you get the best. And please ask me for my special incentives for buyers and sellers. My license number is 01275954. And remember, when you work with the best, you get the best. I am here to put your interests first. And please give me a call today at 916-342-2446. And my website is dynamicsacramentohomes.com. And you can also find me on my podcast, Seeds of Sunshine. Thank you so much. I wish you a great day. Now back to Real Life Lending with Eric Ilofsky on AM 1380, The Answer. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. I'm here with Carmen Miska from Dynamic Real Estate. And we've been going over the the real estate close of 101 when you actually find the house after the pre-approval process and you found your loan. Uh, We went through just about everything. Now we're ready to close. Loan docs are being sent to title. Uh, and let's talk about title and escrow. Carmen, it's one thing we kind of missed over on. Title and escrow is kind of like the, the quarterback. They're bringing everybody together, right? Yes. Yeah. They're what I like to call the neutral party. You know, they are the ones who hold the money, the earnest money deposit. You guys wire the final big lump sum of money, you know, and then they distribute to everyone in the process. But what's neat about title companies, I have a great relationship with quite a few in Sacramento, is that they are the ones who are going through all the paperwork at the signing, you know, and they do thousands of them, Mm -hmm. you know. So the process is smooth, is easy. They always coordinate directly with me and my clients. They set up that appointment, and I always get to review the final numbers because I want to make sure that we have the credits in, that all the, everything is in. And after I review that the statement of final closing cost, I tell my buyers, you're good to go. You're ready to sign. You know, everything is done for you. We sign. And after we sign, we have to wait a day to two days to record for you guys to fund the loan. Yeah. And I think title and escrow is one of the things that, uh, um, that not all people know about because they are actually one of those third parties you pay fees to. Right? Right. There's title insurance, all those uh, loan tie-in fees, notary fees, all those things are paid to escrow. So uh, they actually do a lot of different things. Carmen mentioned, yes, they're they're gathering and verifying everybody in the transaction is who they say they are. Yes. Right? They're making sure that they have the ability to sign these transactions away and the ability to transfer title to this property. And they're also ensuring that there's a clear title deeded to you as the buyer without any liens or encumbrances like an IRS lien or any mechanics lien, they are guaranteeing and you pay title insurance. And that's kind of everybody asks me, why am I paying title insurance well, on top of homeowner insurance and everything else? It's to ensure that you have a clean title to your new property and nothing can come back and bite you from a previous owner uh, in the future. Yeah, that's, that's huge, uh, Eric. And, and it's interesting because most buyers actually – that's the number one thing that they know about title and the home. They say, so will we get a clear title to the property? And I'm like, yes, we cannot close. The title company will not let us close if, if things are not clear because it's their liability on their line. That's why they insure the property. And that's why I'm making the seller pay for the title insurance because the buyers have their own lender title insurance to pay with you. Sure. The only thing that's going to be on title is your new loan and your new loss payee information. But it's also going to ensure how you want to hold title, right? Right. Whether you want to hold it in a trust, where you want to hold it as a single or married soul and separate or married couple, joint tenants, community property. All those are different things that we can explain to you on a different ways, legal ways to hold title here uh, in the United States. So it's really important to understand that process. And I think most title companies do a pretty good job. They do. And they're going to send out a statement of information to verify you are who you say you are. Um, they're going to go through your loan docs, like Carmen mentioned, with a notary. You're going to sign probably 60 to 100 times, uh, depending on the type of loan that you have, uh, along with a deed of trust. Uh, now, your loan may be, you know, those of us that have had mortgages in the past might be transferred to servicer or who you're paying it to, but that deed of trust and that note has your interest rate on it, the terms, you know, prepayment penalty, that's going to follow you uh, through the, every, until you actually extinguish that loan. Yes, and what's neat also about the title companies, I had the... Uh, 
early this year, I closed um, a deal with with a seller who lives now in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So I had to do a lot of coordination between the seller and the title company and her consulate. Finally, she didn't have to go to the consulate, but it was quite a process. Like whether you're out of state or even out of the country, the title company will find that solution. How are you going to sign? Right. And again, I think, and then you sign your loan docs. Loan docs get uh, notarized. They get sent back to the lender uh, for uh, verification. Uh, verificate the, any funding conditions that might not out, including verification of funds that you brought in to buy the property, are sent as well. Uh, then the funder go ahead release to releases the wire, gets sent to escrow. Escrow processes it. Then they send it over to the county with your your new grant deed showing that you're the new owner. Once that recorded at the county, Carmen gets to hand you the keys. Absolutely. That's when I say it's party time. Yeah, we can <laughs> we can do this in all in about ten days in a perfect uh, yes. scenario. Yes. So. Uh, again, folks, we kind of brush through a lot of that, but it, it really is now's the time to start the process, you know, especially now when you might have some extra time is to start that pre-approval process. Let's go through that. Let's identify what's best for you and what works for your financial needs. And even if you can't ready to buy today, we have lease to own programs. We have uh, seller financing programs. There's all these different things that are available to you to stop paying your landlord's mortgage. Give me a call at 916-806-0606 and just start that process. I have I have listeners' files on my desk that are over a year old. So it's just something, it's just time to start. So give me a call. I'd love to work with you. And as far as I am concerned, I will do all the work for you. So don't be worried. Sometimes buyers say, oh, I'm, I'm very busy right now. I'm going to be out of town. And I say, after we find a home and we're in contract, you, have, you can go on the beach and relax every day. I'll do the work for you. Well, there you go. <laughs> and and uh, speaking of real estate, you have some to sell. Yes, today. absolutely. So we are hitting the market tomorrow on a really um, wonderful home in Carmichael. Uh, the address is 3004 Vala Strada Court. And it is a four-bedroom, three-bath, two-story home, 2,366 square feet, listed at 650000 which is super competitive for the neighborhood. There were sales for six seventy-five. We are going to have open homes this weekend, everyone. Come and meet me and say, hey, I heard you on the radio. So we have open homes Saturday and Sunday, and I will personally be there from 2 to 4. I will have flyers on the property with loan scenarios um, and all that information. I'll have refreshments. It's not going to be as hot this weekend. So come see me at 3004 Valastrada Court or just call me and set up a private showing. Uh, You can reach me at 916-342-2446. Yeah, again, that number one more time. 916-342-2446. Any other properties? That's the only one. That's the only one I'm actually working on getting some other ones ready up in Folsom. Uh, But I have a process before we hit the market. You know, I have to prepare them um, to hit the market. Like on this one, I had to have my handyman do some work. I had to have it professionally cleaned. I had to get the carpet steam cleaned. And then my photographer finished the pictures today. Yeah. And that's just kind of though. If you're listening out there and you think maybe I missed the selling season, right? Kids are back in school. I got to tell you, Northern California real estate season has really not been a season for the last few years because we don't have inventory. I can promise you this, that, it, you know, that, that either I have a, a, a buyer on, on my desk. We probably have over 82 pre-approved buyers right now that are out looking. And I know Carmen's great at that. And if, if you're absolutely thinking about me, what's my house worth in this, in this kind of crazy market, according to Ryan, you know, give Carmen a call. Carmen, you know, you do a thorough analysis of what uh, the value of the home is, correct? I sure do. So you can... Um Text me or call me your property address at 916-342-2446. And then if you send me your email, I will send you a detailed analysis of your home. And whether you want to sell now or in the future, I will always give you my honest opinion. And, of course, after I give you a ballpark, then I would come and see your home and I would give you ideas. Don't do this, but let's just have it painted, you know, the house needs painting, or just do a little sprucing up of the curb appeal. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think it's just a time. We need we have all this, this pent-up buyers right now that uh, are looking for properties. And uh, if you're a potential buyer and you're thinking that, hey, I, I'm just not going to, I'm going to wait, you know, there are, and, or I'm not ready to buy. Uh, last week we kind of went some over some of the hurdles. There are some really cool loan programs. In fact, we had a caller from last week's show that uh, when I had mentioned our no-income uh, um, 
community mortgage where there's no income on the application, 20% down, primary residence. Uh, you've got to have 12 to 15 months of reserves at close of escrow, all seasoned as reserves, um, and you can go buy a house. Wow. We're not even going to put any income listed on the application. And it's a unique program, and I think that's kind of what's, what people are looking at now. The cookie-cutter stuff, I think, is, is easy, right? It's the things that you know, we actually have another listener that's closing on a reverse mortgage for purchase mm-hmm. that uh, they're actually going to – they're moving closer to family. They're putting a, a large chunk down. I think it's close to 60% down. They're never going to make a principal and interest payment on that house as long as they live. So if you think you can't, I'm going to tell you why you can or why we can make a plan for you to get there. So give me a call at 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. And one of the things that also happened, I had another listener call me last week. About they saw a listing said assumable loan, mm-hmm. yeah, VA, FHA, most any government loan you can assume that low or three percent interest rate, whatever that is, as long as you can cash out the equity of the seller or even borrow in some cases that uh, that as well. So it's a great unique time, and I just think that the people that are left in the industry, we've got a lot of people that are exiting the real estate industry. Those of us that have been around for a long time know how to get things done. So please give me a call at nine one six eight zero six. 0606. Carmen, thanks for being here. Give, make sure you give out your contact info one more time. Yes. So you guys can reach me at 916-342-2446. And my website is dynamicsacramentohomes.com. I'm also hiring agents. If you want to reach out to me, 916-342-2446. Again, folks, uh, I, I'm listening to all you agents out there, our real estate uh, uh, lenders. If you're looking for the last job you're ever going to have and you're a licensed MLO loan officer, give me a call. 916-806-0606. I'd love to buy you lunch and talk about the last job you're ever going to have in this industry. Thanks again for listening to us here on KTKZ. My name's Eric Olofsky. We'll see you next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.